Podcast Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now. Howdy, friends. Happy Monday. Happy we Monday. Are thir- like 13 today. days. 13 days away. From Christmas. They say after a while, you can finish each other's sentences. And that's that's right. <laughs> did you have a good weekend? I did. It was busy. It was really busy. I had my sister-in-law uh, in town for like a, new, or a work thing. And uh, she, the, the airline lost her luggage, which is just a piss off. But on top of the fact she had work stuff to do here. So she lost some of the stuff in the shuffle of that. And so uh, we went to, anyway, long story short, I ended up at the mall in December. Oh, God. Yesterday. And it was rammed. It was absolutely rammed, as you can imagine. People are not afraid to go out and shop in person, which, I mean, it's kind of a nice thing, though, at the same time. I think that's good. I don't think there's a lot to be afraid of these days. I know that there's some who are still worried, like, oh, my God, what if the COVID's around the corner? But for the most part, I think people are fairly back to normal, and they're okay with it. I don't really see a lot of hysteria unless you go on social media, which, of course, is where it lives. Um and Elon Musk is just adding so much fuel to the fire. Yesterday when yeah. he tweeted out, I'm going to change my pronouns to prosecute Fauci. I don't know that that's helpful right now for sowing some of the discourse that's going on in the world. But either way, uh, it's out there and let the rage continue. I don't really want to talk about Fauci today and I don't want to talk about Elon good, Musk. Good, good, I want good. to talk about some <laughs> other things. A Musk-free Monday is what we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Um, on Sunday mornings. I like to get up before everybody else. And when I say get up before everybody else, I'm talking like in and around 6 a.m. And I know that some people think, you get up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday? Yeah, that's sleeping in for me. That's sleeping in by like three hours for me. So I like to do that, and and I get so much done. Got a text message from my girlfriend yesterday. I was actually out shoveling. Did you get a lot of snow in Kitchener yesterday? A decent amount. A decent amount, yep. We had about 10 centimeters in Burlington where I was. So I decided I was going to get up, get some prep done for the podcast, and, and then I'll go out and shovel the driveway. I don't know how I missed her, but at some point, I got a text message from my girlfriend, and it said, you're not going to believe what I'm doing right now. And I thought, giddy the fuck up. All right, let's go. What are you doing right now? This is going to be fun. She wasn't even home. Oh, you thought she was in the bedroom? Like, come hither kind of text? Yeah, I mean, I when I left the bed, she was in it. Then I got a text message saying, guess what I'm doing right now? And I thought, I'd like to know, to be honest with you. So I'm thinking, oh, do I get come undressed? join me. Do I get undressed in the garage? Do I run upstairs first? Am I going in the shower? What do we do? I'm a little sweaty, but fuck it. If you don't care, I don't care. I just finished doing the driveway. No, no, she was out at the grocery store. Do you know who David Rocco is? Yes, I do. The chef? Yes. I had no idea, but he was going to be at Longo's in Burlington yesterday doing a meet and greet for his new product line and his new book. So she went and and lined up before anybody else so she could meet this fucking guy. Isn't that the opposite of her wanting you to come to bed? Yeah, she's out (laughs) with another dude. He is a good-looking guy, though. Yes, I, I, had I was to Google just going to say he's a good-looking guy. He is actually <laughs> who can a cook? Canadian, Canadian cook, like a Canadian chef, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I totally misread the room. Like That's I said, so I had like my, my pants half off running up the stairs, and she's not even there. She, uh, so she went and got his her his book, and he signed and it. her breast signed. Good, and, and, good, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> a nice bag of pasta. I guess if you're an Italian chef, you can autograph pasta, and people think that's oh. fucking great. Hey, that is cool. She's like, look, he signed the jar of sauce. Oh, that's cool. Thinking, Wait, do you eat the sauce then? 
We did last night because so he you, said it was a great arrabbiata sauce. And I thought, well, fuck it. We're not going to leave it there <laughs> just because he signed it. <laughs> You're going to like clean the can out and like, what are you going to do with the can, with, with the signature now? I, I don't know. Put a candle in it? I, I don't know. What do you do with it? <laughs> you can put a candle in it. I don't know what else to do with the jar. Yeah, you could. It's, no, that's a great idea. It's signed, so I don't want to just chuck it in the recycling bin. And and he's well known, so I, it's kind of a celebrity <laughs> thing. But yeah, man, did I ever screw that up? Holy shit! Ah, that's great. In any case, uh, very nice guy, and I will tell you that at least the arabiata sauce is delicious, and and we had a great time uh, having dinner last night. Good. Boy, you want to get you want to get your girl into cooking? Send her to meet a good-looking chef at the grocery store. She'll come home with food. She was inspired or recipes. What? Yeah. Oh, God, the biggest piece of parmesan I've ever seen in my life and I thought I want all of that right now. So it was a good day, really good. Um I read a great thread on Reddit yesterday since I had some time to kill while I was waiting for her to get back from her encounter with the the chef. It's called The Smallest Hill You're Willing to Die On. We all have small little things that bug us, things that we wish the world would fix. But these are small things. This isn't taking a a passionate stance against, oh, I don't know, uh, wokeism or taking a passionate stance against poverty. Little tiny things that you're willing to make a big deal out of. So we have a special guest that's going to join us on this episode of After 9. It's basically turning into an annual tradition. Mr. D, who does the <laughs> evening show on every radio station in Ontario, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it. Hey, Welcome. I, I, even got, I even got up early to see you guys. I know And you take did. the night off. So, I well, at one, because we haven't connected in a while, because we're on different sides of the clock. Yeah. Yep. And two, I, I can actually see my wife at a decent time, as opposed to, like, t- you know, coming over at 1230 and be like, Hi. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going downstairs to watch TV for a couple hours. I'll be up by two. Before we get to this segment, you are on uh, evenings, and that's got to be hell for your wife, right? Like every night she's alone. Well, the thing is with my wife's schedule, actually, it was better at one point when she was working from home the last two and a half years because I'd be home during the day. She'd be up in her office doing her thing. She got a new job relatively recently. She spends one day a week at home mm-hmm. and four days in the office. And on top of that, she teaches at the, at the local college, too. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of FaceTime. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which where I get the call while I'm on the air and it text like um, it says bedtime suites. I'm like, all right. Let me make sure I don't have to talk here. Oh, that's adorable. Hit, hit FaceTime. We get our FaceTime together that way. But yeah, we see more of each other on weekends more than anything weekends, else. Weekends, yeah. Really? But yeah. you know what they say? That, you know, like distance makes heart grow fonder, mm-hmm. especially after two and a half years where you're working from home. And then you you know drive each other yeah. bat shit cray. So it works out well. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay. So these are the small hills that people are willing to die on. And it's a Reddit thread. I think everybody understands how this goes. One person starts the conversation, then everybody adds to it. I'm going to run through some of these because I love them. I'm dying to hear these. Please. I'm dying to hear these. Four-way stops are not the place for pleasantries. Go when it's your turn. Oh, instead of like, no, 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 no. You yeah, go. No, you, you go. Very that's Canadian a, thing. That's no, very you. Canadian. No, you. Yes. No, you. Somebody I, make a right turn already? No, I think technically you were here first. You should go. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no please, please. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I walk my, my backyard doesn't have any grass, so I walk my dog five times a day. And, and every time I get to the corner, inevitably, there's some asshole at the corner that can't figure out 
how an intersection works when there's a pedestrian. So I've seen it all recently. I've seen cars waiting for other cars to go. I've seen cars that were definitely there first, but want to check around and look at the neighborhood. And, oh, look at that guy's got a, a Frosty the Snowman on his lawn. All this shit. I see it all the time. And it's amazing to me how many people don't know this very simple basic. You don't go through the intersection until the pedestrian has finished crossing Pedestrians the road. Pedestrians always go first. Like, don't people know this? It's no, amazing how no, many people don't. don't know this. They don't. Cat, it's crazy. I will start walking, and I'll get halfway through the intersection, and they think because I'm past their car, they can go. No! no. It's not no. how it works. No. You've got to wait till the pedestrian's on the other side. And when it comes to cars at the intersection, yeah, we see it all the time. You go. Was I here first? Yep. Oh, were you mm-hmm. here first? Oh, no? absolutely. Oh, and then there's a car over there on our left. Well, which way do they go? Just fucking go. The pedestrians are just as bad because they'll wait for, they'll wave every car through so there's no vehicle. Which is awkward, by the way. When the pedestrian's trying to, like, route traffic through, I'm just like, oh, no, this is weird. Literally three days ago at a T intersection, but there was a crosswalk. But you know the crosswalks have the flashing lights. Yeah. So it's like, hit the button, lights go off, everybody stops for you. Now if this couple just waiting there, like, no, wave them through, wave them through. You go, I'm like, dude, hit the light. Hit the damn button, cross the road so I can get out of here. Just like, God. So that might be a hill you're willing to die on that yeah. one right there. It sounds like bit. it. That's good. That's good. We're finding them. I like it. Do not put ketchup on fries that people are sharing. Okay. I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I'll agree with that. When does that happen? If Would this be like you and your wife are out and you want to offer her some fries and you put ketchup on them? Uh, I... For that exact reason, all my dips, if I want, whether it's ketchup, mayo, whatever, on the side. Because, you know, some days you want yeah. dry fries. Yeah. And some days you're like, yeah, but I, I no. Then there's like vinegar dousers, right? Who are just like, ah, sprinkle it and everything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, am I supposed to show that with you? And they just pour the bottle you? and be like, yeah, oh, like that's not what I, that's not how I like it. Yeah. Next one. One, bless you. Should cover the entire sneezing session. Oh, how many times does Scott and I go through this? Are you a sneezer how, how many times does Scott and I go through this? And like, uh, it, almost daily. Sure. Because especially in the summertime and in, uh, fall and spring too. Allergies mm-hmm. especially, allergy season especially. Yep. Kat and I usually get to the studio a little before 5 a.m. every day. That's like prime time pollen in the air. So even though I was perfectly fine the entire drive to work, I'll walk into the studio and... Then and I then I always do the bless you. First thing, oh, you'll, you'll get a bless you for free the first time. Cat <laughs> is a bless, you, bless queen. you the first time. She is on it, but then it keeps going. And, I think and sometimes the, I give a second bless you. I've had it up to like 10 yeah, sneezes. Yeah, it's been oh, wow. insane. She'll cut, you, she'll cut you off after two. She'll be like, you're done. That's no. it. That's all I'm you not get. giving you any more blessings. No. You're on your own, bud. <laughs> I'll say bless you. Then I'll say a t- times two. And then. Oh, a times two. Bless you. A times, times two. two. And then the multiples will be like. You need a tissue? Now, now I'm worried about you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is another hot take. This one's going to hurt for some people. Red delicious apples are trash apples. Oh, I agree. Really? I agree. What, do yeah. you like green apples? I used to, No, those are sour. Those are also trash apples. I'm not the biggest apple guy, uh, but yeah. uh, the ones I have enjoyed in the past, Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp is, yeah, see, and I'm not, I'm not an apple person anymore, but when I was, Honeycrisp was one, also the Royal Gala or, or Gala app, regular Gala, um, mm-hmm. what's the other one, Honey something, has a, hun, not, yeah, there's something else with a honey in the title, 
I forget. Anyway, those ones are all good. It's the hard red, like those that look like wax, they kind of taste like it too. And they're mush. And they're not good. Can I tell you, if I buy apples, if I buy apples, it's only whatever is the cheapest one there. You just go by the price? shit if it's golden, crisp, delicious, sour. If I'm buying apples, it's because my, my wife is making like an apple crumble. Oh, okay. Yeah, but otherwise, there's rarely any apples in our house, except for juice, maybe. Right. If you're not a small business owner, hang on. If you're not a small business owner, you are not a small business owner if you're in an MLM. What is MLM? Oh, no. Do we have to Google things now? Multi-level marketing. There we go. Oh. You're not a small business <gasps> owner if you're in a multi-level oh, marketing. Oh, okay. So is this a knock to those who sell Arbonne and all that other, and, and the Pampered Chef and the things like that? Uh, is that what that is? I think that's it. Because they'll, they'll always position themselves as, I'm a small business. I'm an entrepreneur. This is saying, no, you're not. Oh. You're part of the pyramid. You're part of the pyramid. That's right. Okay, interesting. It is a pyramid scheme. You know what? It's a pyramid scheme. You're part of the pyramid. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. No matter which way you slice it, it's mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, I, I tend to agree with that. Just be, just embrace it. Like they'll tell you it's not, and that's fine. You know what? I'll listen to your spiel about it not being. Well, that. their bosses will tell you like don't say. It's oh, a they'll scheme. they word it a certain way, and mm-hmm. they'll tell they'll script it a certain way. Yeah. But isn't the whole point to recruit new people, not to sell the actual product that you're recruited to sell? Yeah, but you're that, not that's a pyramid scheme. To, that, exactly. You're not supposed that, to say bingo. though. Bingo. You can't say those words, though, because they no. have that. I do know people, by the way, who that's a hill they'll die on, who've actually lost friends and probably don't care that they lost friends over that mm-hmm. exact argument. Mm-hmm. Women's clothing should have more pockets is a hill someone's willing to die on. Yeah, pockets. And when we have pockets, we love to tell you we've, it's got pockets. That's true. It's the first comment we'll make. is like, I love your dress. It's got pockets. <laughs> I love your <laughs> jumpsuit. Ever, it's got pockets. Don't you ever on TikTok that, what, that one, wh- whoever made the beats, like, it's got pockets and people start dancing like ridiculously? Yeah. That yeah. was huge. That's basically, that's true. Everything, everything about that. I live for pockets. Let's go. Even if I have no, I have no shit to put in, but I'll still love pockets. I love them. You and my wife would get along fine. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. This is a strange one because this person's thought a lot about this. The hill, they're small hill. They're willing to die on. Normalize regular sanitiz- sanitization of our belts. It's one of the first things you touch after you finish on the toilet, but you never clean your belt. Oh. Oh, damn. Well, now I'm fucking grossed out. Well, now you're aware, huh? You're right. I just no, had I my hands on my penis, mm-hmm. and before I washed them, <laughs> at I least touched my belt. At least you belt. washed them. And right before I touch it again, I'm going to touch the belt again to undo it and sit down on the toilet or stand at the urinal. Well, you can okay, perfect example. How many times have we been in a men's room, and there's been somebody at the urinal beside us who has walked out not even washing their hands? Oh, oh that's my so And the first gross. place they go yeah. is either the belt, if you think about it, or the door handle. Mm-hmm. Gross, gross, gross. One time, this was back when we were doing Toronto mornings, and it was just Dave and I. We sent our producer to a public bathroom at the airport. Oh, no! That's a terrible assignment. Uh, How much did you hate that person? International grossness. It was good old Shawnee G. Oh, Sean. Shawnee goes to the airport at Pearson, and he had a microphone and a phone with him, and Mm -hmm. all he would do is every time somebody walked out of the stall and didn't wash their hands, he would start yelling, they have piss fingers. Piss fingers. <laughs> don't talk to them. Don't shake their hand. They have piss fingers. He almost Warranted, got his ass though. Kicked. I mean, wa- oh my God. wash your hands. The, uh, the great people at the Greater Toronto Airport's Authority were not impressed that we selected their location to do the piss fingers. <laughs> piss fingers. Small hills we're willing to die on. 
The comma. Use it. Agreed. Oh. Agreed. Oh, I mean grammar in general, but I'll take the comma one. Absolutely. Do you take do you take it in text do you agree that it should be in text messages? Yes. Okay. I will yeah. usually yes. I'm the same way. I will comma in a text message, yeah. period in a text message. Yeah. Uh, as I do a lot of voice to text, so I make sure I say and you say period, period. comma mm-hmm. yeah no me too exclamation point Absolutely. whatever it is I do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's I couldn't care less. Uh-huh. Not not uh-huh. I could care less. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's a little thing, but it grinds them. I get it. Mm-hmm. Also, learn the difference. There's your and there's you are with an apostrophe. Your. You're in your yeah, own. it's yeah. a big one. And they're there and there while we're at it. Okay, yeah. but people screw this up all the time. All like, the time. Does nobody stop and think anymore before they type anything or write anything? Do they really not know the difference between your and your? Really? They're two totally different words. One of them's a fucking contraction. Mm. How do you? Yeah. Is, they're not interchangeable. If you put it in a text message because everything's about convenience and time, it's like, oh, you get it. You're just going to read the thing anyway. It's like, uh, no. Tense. Yeah, it's still good to know. Mm. These are the small hills that people are willing to die on because they feel that passionate about their point. Beauty pageants for children should be illegal. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I would, I would sign that petition. I agree with that. Kind of remarkable that they're not. Yeah. We take a whole bunch of little kids yeah. and dress them up as adult-like as possible and parade them out for adults to judge them. It's weird. Them. It's a weird thing. It's messed up if yeah. you think of it, but we do it all the time. What was that TLC show that had that? There were uh, the- Toddlers and Tiaras? Is yeah. that one of them? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. And that, in some parts of the... I want I don't want to like say that in Canada you don't get that, but there are certain parts of the states where especially that's like totally normal. It's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of parents just parading their kids around. It just gives ugh, gives me the heebie-jeebies. A lot of parents who, who were in that world push that down onto their kids yeah. and so on. And for some of those parents who didn't have that success when they were a kid, they try to push that on top of that kid. Right. And you see some like it's it's some cases it's, yeah. it's abusive. You finish third. Third wasn't yeah. good enough. You oh, got to do this, that, and that the other. That makes me it's, sad. It really is. I got to tell you one time when my daughter was very very young, we did it just because we were there at the time. We were at the Rockton Fall Fair. <laughs> it's between Hamilton yeah. and Cambridge. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Rockton Fall Fair where they have a beauty pageant for babies. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to enter my daughter in this. Mm-hmm. I was outraged when she won runner-up. Like, I was ready to... <laughs> yes! You became one of those crazy! I you did. Are. But just for a split second, and I'm like, she's way cuter than that fucking kid that won. What's going on here? <laughs> this is shit. Rah! I was yeah. ready to flip over a table. And then I got... Uh, just a little bit of uh, reality back, and I thought, oh. This is dumb. This doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's a small fall fair in the middle of yeah. nowhere. I don't give a shit. I don't think they do that anymore, do they? I don't think there's a lot of places that would do that. In this day and age? No. I would hope not. Yeah. Small hills that we're willing to die on. Hard to disagree with this one, but I'm sure we might. School lunches should be free. Schools oh. School should provide <laughs> lunch, <laughs> and it should be zero cost to parents or students. Wow. I mean, I don't necessarily... Okay, so if we, we can only do that based on our own experiences and where, where we live right now, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I disagree with that. I think that there's some amazing programs. I think it's important first and foremost. The, the kids' nutritional programs are so important. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids that get sent to school without eating breakfast yep. and may not have dinner. That's the sad truth. It's a really, really sad truth. 
I'm so glad that those programs are in place. We're lucky in this pla- in this place in the world that we do have those programs in place. And this is yet another reason that we should never, ever go back to lockdown because it's amazing how many kids yeah. couldn't eat yeah. when the That's schools true. were closed. Yeah, Nutrition yeah. for Learning is one of them. There's, I know there's many uh, across Canada. So I, I like that that's in place and that's important. Straight up buying lunch for kids is where it gets a little... Is where it gets a little bit like that's convenient. Don't get me wrong, but maybe to a certain age that would make sense. Like, like would that to like be five, fair? Five or six. Yeah, like would that be fair to like grade past grade three though? No, but before then or something like that. For where we are, I would agree with that. Okay, the breakfast programs. I mean, a lot of the schools, including here in where where we are, they do have those. I mean, they'll get an apple and some cereal, some juice, and some yeah, milk, and that's yeah. all well and great. Lunch. I see where you're It's a from. different, you know, it's a different thing too. Okay, let me ask you, what would be stopping you in your mind from just going ahead and doing this and saying, no, we have a cafeteria and everything's free. You get one meal per day or you get five vouchers per week that you can use mornings, afternoons or after school. What would stop us from doing that? Is money. It, yeah. Just money? <laughs> money. Because I don't know. Because the cost of the school system as is is, you know, it's for taxpayers. I was hoping you'd say money because just this weekend, I had a very long conversation with someone who just recently got married. He and his wife have no kids and no intention of having kids, livid that we're paying for the daycare of other kids. $10 a day childcare is something that everybody, Mm -hmm. with or without kids, has to pay for. Mm -hmm. And he thought, what the fuck am I paying for that? I don't have kids. I don't want kids. I don't really give a shit if these kids have somewhere to go or not. It has nothing to do with me. I don't want to pay for this anymore. Wow. Mm. That's so short-sighted, though. But that's a cost that he doesn't want to have to pay. If we have money to spend on all these other things, why couldn't we provide something as basic as a nutritious meal for these kids? Yeah, I mean, by the way, that's a separate argument, and I've argued that before with people because those are people who don't even think, don't even give a shit about the future in general uh, and, and kids needing that and parents being able to be in the workforce, and women especially are affected by that. So I'd love to have a conversation with him about that and how clearly he's not affected, but there's a lot of women that have no choice but to not work because they can't afford the care that the kids yeah. need. You know, that's number one for me. So anyway, but aside from that, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's something that you could tack on for sure um, as, an, as an option, but also I just... People also have to keep in mind, like, we're pretty blessed, you know, where we are to be able to have kids in school. And, yeah, it's on taxpayer dollar for sure. There's also a sense of satisfactory when you get kids to pass a certain age where it's kind of like, do you want to pack your lunch for tomorrow? Start giving that that little sense of mm-hmm. independence. Okay, here's the sandwich you want. Go grab yourself a juice. Do you want yeah. these things? Like, you start that process young. Yeah, yeah. That actually helps them out in the long That's run. That's very too. true. There's there's a lot of truth to that because my my five year old helps pack her lunch every night and she she learns a lot about it. Like we have to pick two fruits, you know, two vegetables, whatever, and she learns what's properly in a lunch, you know, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot of families though where parents are working all the time. These kids basically raise themselves and they're not eating nutritious meals unless yeah. it comes from school. And yeah. those are the people that That's I worry about in particular. Sure. So I actually wouldn't have a problem with providing. Maybe it is vouchers, but maybe it is just an everyday. Lunch is free. I'm not sure how it would work, but Mm -hmm. that's something I would kick in money for. Uh, Just a couple more on this list before we we wrap up this episode. Again, the small hills you're willing to die on. It is impossible to give more than 100%. Stop saying 110%. (laughs) True! I know people that can't stand that. I know people that can't stand that. Yeah, yeah. You get in there and you give it 110%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the other 10 coming from? I don't know how much more I have. Percent, as in cents, as in 100. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) This last one, I don't know that it's really an argument we need to have, but I love the joke that they included on it. Have you seen Reese's Trees? 
I guess it's like a Christmas thing, like Reese's Pieces, but it's like in, in a tree shape or something like that. Oh, or you okay. put them all together okay. and it forms a tree. Okay. That person says, if you have a Reese's tree, it should be called Treese's. Just like if you have olives, they should be called Grease's Pieces. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That's a, that's a hill die on situation, though. Isn't it so funny that for some people, like, that's a hill I'm willing to die on is like, not even a thought in your in your head. The you Treesus is just a great marketing tool. That is cute, tool. though. That's really cute. That's, that, that's I do a like that. Market, marketing tool. Olives, greases, pieces. I, I do I like that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Our, <laughs> our friends over at Uber continue to pump out the year-end content. Thank God. They have come up with the list of unexpected food combos that people actually enjoy. Oh, I love these. Pickles and whipped cream. Not the first time I've heard that. Really? I really? Don't, I don't know. I was outraged w- when I read it. Would that was- taste good? Would that taste good? So I was never a sweet and salty person at the same time. But, but that's you- more of a sweet and vine- uh, bitter. It's vinegar. Yeah, but the whipped cream is really well, well, sweet. Well, yeah, a know. little on yeah, the was- sweet side, yeah. yeah. It's like, how far along was this person that ever did? Like- <laughs> <laughs> what trimester were you in? <laughs> Honestly, it sounds a little too weird to me. It sounds like a pregnancy. Well, how about this? Popcorn, pickle juice. Yeah. Don't, yeah. ha- don't hate it. So for that, what, are we just taking the popcorn and throwing it in the brine from the pickles? Or are we pouring it in? Or what are we going to just spritz it a little bit? How does that work? I love that. Popcorn. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like dill. It's the same, similar, or maybe better than dill pickle. You know, that shitty powder that you can buy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, e- it's like sometimes it spreads evenly. The rest of the time it's just at the bottom of the bag and you have to shake it up every now and again. So essentially it's it's the <laughs> topping like melted butter instead of putting the pickle juice on top of the exactly. popcorn. Exactly. And at least it stays in the popcorn, whereas the powder tends to just like fray away from it and then you barely taste it. You can't put too much in because the bag will get sucked. You'd have to. I like the spritz idea. Scott said spritz. Yeah, get a squirt bottle from the dollar store. That's actually really smart. A pickle juice squirt bottle. What do you mean actually really smart? (laughs) How long have I known you? How long have I known you? Jesus, D. Scott actually didn't have a terrible idea there for a second. That's great. This is part of the reason why I I haven't seen him because I I accidentally insult him. (laughs) You know what, though? Of all the homework that I could be given, I'll do that. I'll be the one who tries that. Pickle juice spritz? on popcorn. Want to make the popcorn like, soggy? Why end it? Why end it just popcorn when you can dill pickle spritz anything? I like pickles. You can dill uh, pickle spritz anything. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> Am I sa- like a sandwich could be spritzed? Like spritz a salad? A, sandwich? a salad? A salad? I can see. A salad? Go spritz your salad. I don't okay. hate it. I'm gonna try it. Okay, this next one. I'm off to Dollarama. <laughs> I found this outrageous just because maybe I'm a snob, but sushi. Side of ranch. Okay. This is someone who wants okay. to dip their Listen, sushi in ranch. Uh, that doesn't surprise oh me because there's people. Get the hell out of you know, here. There's people who ask for a fork with their sushi. So that doesn't surprise me that someone's asking for a fork for a with ranch. sushi is one thing, but a side of ranch dressing is like, I don't know. Like rice and salmon and a big honking thing of ranch. No, ranch, dip, no ranch will ruin it. If it's good sushi, it, it will absolutely ruin it. Of course right? it will. We got a sushi spot literally down I know. across the park. I know. I wish lot. they were open right now. It's my biggest pet peeve with that place. Why do you open for breakfast sushi? You jerks. Mm. Yeah. I Ranch. Do they even have? Okay. So this would be a good test. We should check one day if they have ranch, if they even have it available. I bet you they'd stab you with the chopstick. That's, that's the thing is, how can you even order it? D- are they asking for ranch on the side from what place sells sushi and ranch? You're not getting good sushi if they also sell ranch. That no. might be a fact, right? No, no, that Am would I right? Be, that would be the Walmart sushi. Yeah, that, w- that would be the Walmart. Or the gas station yes. sushi. 
Maybe that's where they're ordering it from, like the Seven Eleven or something. <laughs> Packet of ranch with it, mm. and one of those rotating well, no, hot dogs. You, you go to you go to the you know the fridge that's like barely at zero degrees, and then go down the other and oh. pick up the bottle and be like, oh, I'll take this for the road. Oh. Oh, no. Gas station sushi is hilarious. <laughs> it's lunch and I get petrol points. Your, <laughs> your insides won't think it's hilarious and an hour later. That fake grass that they put in there to make oh. it seem fancy. Uh, like, what is the point of this? Every two weeks, I earn a free car wash, too. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> Watermelon. Mustard. No. Nope. Lizzo did this, right? I tried this. Did you? Okay. I did. And? It was not the worst. It was really? actually... Okay. Okay, but hang on. Do you have to like mustard? I know that seems like a strange question. I think question. you do have to like yeah, mustard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it really does come through because I was wondering if like it's hit, if it changes flavoring with the watermelon. It doesn't really because like you put a little bit on top. To me, it was like watermelon and mustard, but it's like I wasn't grossed out by. Okay. It. All right. It was okay. Mm. I'm not gonna knock it unless I've tried it. So the other one that stands out to me again, this is from Uber Eats. These are unusual or unexpected food combos that actual people actually ordered. Pizza, applesauce. That's weird. I don't know They're that it is because I don't necessarily hate this idea. Of dipping it? Yeah. Is that where you, you should try that then. Maybe that should be your homework. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying no. People dip, dipping sauce is a pet peeve of mine. It has been for years because oh. when I grew up, which wasn't that well, long I ago. I ate pizza in my day. <laughs> I know how it sounded right after I said it. I was like, oh, shit. At least you're all over it, that. But okay. <laughs> Back in my day, pizza was just pizza. And if you got pizza, it was a good day. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, the pizza conglomerates out there mm -hmm. figured out, we can sucker these assholes for an extra 75 cents a slice mm -hmm. if we just sell them a little packet of ranch dressing or or. Cheese. Creamy garlic from Pizza Pizza. Yeah. Creamy it's garlic. Delightful. Yeah. Exactly. Some places are charging like a buck twenty-five for it now. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. It's better than wasting the crust. I don't, I hate food waste. So for me, I'm all for it. There's some people who won't eat their crust unless it's dipped. So fine. At least at least you're eating the food and you're not wasting the food. Agreed. But applesauce might not be terrible. It might not be because it's at the end of the day, if you just get it down to the crust. It's just bread, right? It's yeah. just toasted bread. A yeah. little bit of applesauce. I don't hate this idea. So, wait, okay, so you think about applesauce and pizza. How are you, like, pe people put pineapple on pizza, and that's a debate that can go on for yeah. ever. Because some people want, again, like you said, that sweet and salty thing. So I'm not a fan of pineapple on it, but hmm. I, I see where people are coming from. Okay. And we'll leave it at that. Mr. D, go. how can people hear you? Uh, name off the 55 All different the radio stations <laughs> that you're on every day. Uh, so, depending on where you are, uh, 91.5 The Beat here in Kitchener, evenings 7 to midnight. Uh, Jump 106.9 in Ottawa, evenings 6 to 11. Uh, 104.5 Fresh Radio in Cornwall, evenings 7 to midnight. And on weekends, if you're in the Hamilton and Toronto area, Energy 95.3, noon to 6, Saturday and Sunday. And you also have an amazing mix show. Yeah. Turn Up is absolutely awesome. I love uh, Turn Up. We Buddha are is one. You are too. But no. Buddha is one of my favorite people in the world. Yes. Anytime I've called him, and I always call him when I need a favor. I'm like, bro, I just need a song for whatever reason. Yeah. He has it to me before the call is done. He, he's he, so he's great. He's got you back. He's so great. And on top of that, he's such a tech geek. He just pops in on his phone and he's like, it's already in your inbox. I didn't even finish the sentence. Uh, Buddha and I have been doing Turn Up since uh good grief the f the first show we did was new year's eve 2020 oh wow yeah and then the full show launched it's in like january. an anniversary then coming yeah, at, the end of yeah, at the end of january will be for the first full anniversary but the new year's show we're going to do is our, is our third uh that's saturday night nine to midnight on 
eight radio stations right across Ontario. And then, you know, we have our Christmas show coming up on Christmas Eve from 9 to midnight. It's great that Christmas We'll remind people about that, too. We'll remind you guys again, close to Christmas and close to New Year's Eve, because everyone's looking for a good mix for New Year's Eve, especially. I always, like, I find I don't like playlists because Mm. I don't want one specific genre. Yeah. And that's all the playlists will give you. This is a good mix of everything you guys are going to have for New Year's Eve. We're going five hours nonstop on eight radio stations across Ontario. And we're going to do everything. Current pop, throwback hip-hop, throwback Euro dance. Yeah. Uh, knowing Buddha, we'll, we'll go 80s a little bit. We'll, we'll do a little bit of everything. I love that. And yeah. again, nonstop from 8 o'clock in the evening up until 1 a.m. So Perfect. we'll ring in the new year with you. And that last hour where you are, hey, happy new year. Where you should be asleep. <laughs> You'll be partying still. Well, let's put it this way. It's kind of like, ah, you go to bed at 1230. Uh, okay, fine. Then, you know, you got, you know, four and a half hours to show anything. We get it. Yeah. But yeah, we're, uh, New Year's Eve is going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks, Mr. D. We appreciate you dropping by. Thank you for having me. It's finally good to see, see you guys again. Agree. Yeah. Good and, to see you. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the coffees. And yes, thank I you. I think I will probably go back to bed because this is my day off. Today. All right. You go enjoy a nap. <laughs> Yay. Buddy. Nap time. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye. The Miss Universe pageant is moving from broadcast TV to streaming on the Roku channel. And now the winner of the talent portion is whoever can find the Roku channel. France announced that it will start providing free condoms for people between the ages of 18 and 25. Cool. Now do deodorant. (laughs) Some business news. Apple has a new iMessage feature that will alert both users if they were being spied on by a state-sponsored attacker. Yeah. It's never good seeing North Korea has entered the chat. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.